Welcome to Ask Dr. Julie Hanks, a safe place for healing conversations that educate and empower you to prioritize your dreams, revolutionize your family, and personalize your faith. I'm your host, Dr. Julie Hanks, a psychotherapist and coach offering online courses and programs to help women all over the world heal themselves and their relationships. Join me here every week as I coach a listener through a specific challenge and empower them with tools to find healing. I'm so excited to have Jenny with me on the show today. Welcome, Jenny. Hi, thank you for having me. So what is your question for me today? Okay, so this is maybe loaded. I'm so sorry, but here we go. (laughs) So I'm wondering, how do I embrace vulnerability and let people help me? So a little bit of Mm. backstory on that. I'm afraid that if they see me, the whole me with my flaws, that I won't be good enough. Um, And I also feel that like sometimes I'm not worthy Mm. of the compassion and care they'll offer if I am vulnerable. Sometimes it's easier just to be the funny girl, you know, who always jumps in to help other people. So yeah, that's, that's my question. (laughs) Yeah, that's a really good one. And I think it's a a common feeling that a lot of women or a lot of people share. Mm -hmm. So tell me what comes up for you when, when you have asked for help in the past. I ask very few people for help. Okay. Ask my mom and I don't even ask my closest friends. Um, I just, well, I don't live near my closest friends. So that's probably Mm. part of it. But just when I did, I didn't, I guess. Maybe I would ask them to babysit like once if it was, I was having a baby or something. Mm -hmm. So like (laughs) a real serious physically life change. Yeah. Yeah, But there are times, you know, I will drop everything I'm doing to go help my friends, if they just need help organizing something, or I just can't, I just can't ask. I don't, I don't want to. And sometimes I've had one person offer to come help me like paint. She knows I really want to paint my room. And I'm just like, okay, (laughs) then I just feel bad accepting the help. I don't know why. So I feel bad because what? Because maybe I don't feel like I deserve it. (laughs) I don't know. And I don't feel like I deserve help because. Um, so I'm not happy with myself. So how could other people be? Okay. So I don't accept myself. So how could other people accept me? Right. Okay. And I don't accept myself because. This is a hard one. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, I've lost myself. Maybe I don't even know who I am. Mm. <laughs> I've had kids and married. And today I realized I've been graduated from high school more years than I was in school altogether. And mm. I, I just, I don't like what happened. Mm. I'm here and it's, I don't, what have I done? You know, I'm just mm. walking, living and life happens and it's yeah. hard. Now what's coming up right now for you? If you say that. <laughs> You can see me. You can see I'm trying not to cry. Um, I don't know. I just, I struggle with Mm -hmm. self-image, like the way I look. I struggle. I've always felt like, this this is crazy. I've always felt like if I'm not being the funny one, if I'm not adding like life to the combo, if I'm real, if I'm raw, if I'm vulnerable, that I'm I'm like an annoyance. Okay. And then I bother people like just 
sometimes I say sorry a lot. Like, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry for asking you another question. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry for. And it's so funny because I have a high level job. (laughs) I have a good job. I'm the director of sales and marketing at my company, but I just, I can't, I struggle. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So you're competent at, at work and yet you feel like you have to play this certain role in order to be acceptable. Absolutely. So where did you learn that you were a bother if you weren't funny? I don't know. Oh, that's hard. I had good parents, but they were always busy. Okay. How did you get their attention? I whined. (laughs) Okay. And I, I remember being really whiny. And I was really loud and obnoxious. But I've Mm -hmm. always been the type, and maybe this is from how I was raised, but I've always been the type that's like, I I don't like just being, I like doing. So I want to go out and do things. So Mm -hmm. they're the type that just, they just like to be. Like they just like to sit at home and watch TV all night. And I want to go and do stuff every day. Mm -hmm. Like I still, if I could, I'd be out of the house every day. Which is difficult because now my kids are the type that just like to be home and I'm the type that likes to get out. So, how did they, how did your parents respond when you whined a lot and you wanted to get out and they didn't? I got in trouble. Okay. And so, even when I would say things like, when I get older, I'm moving to a big city, they would say, like, no, no, you're not. You like it here. I, I couldn't have my own opinion. It was hard to have. I see your face. You look shocked. You no, I'm not day. shocked, but I think that what you just said is important. Yeah. I couldn't. Can you say it again? I couldn't even have my own opinion. Yeah. Because? I guess because I was a kid mm-hmm. and kids don't get to have their own opinion. I don't know. Okay. But, well, because it was different from theirs. That's why. Okay. And to this day, it's still that way. And they don't. They don't see it. Okay. So what I'm hearing is that you didn't get validation for who you were, what you thought, and what you felt when you were growing up. That's probably accurate. And how that shows up today is feeling not good enough. Yeah. Which makes perfect sense. You didn't receive the validation that you were good enough, that what you wanted was cool and interesting and and how you felt mattered and what you thought was valuable. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. And that's not to blame your parents because I I'm sure your parents adore you and love you they do. and right but we all grow up with wounds because we have human parents. <laughs> yeah, and I'm sure they they parented because of their wounds. They parented mm-hmm. that way. Yeah. So it's just I it's life. I get it. Yeah, so so little Jenny felt like who she was or, or worried that who she was wasn't okay. Yeah. Yeah. And she's still in there trying to prove that she's okay. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So if you could, if you could talk to little Jenny from your perspective now, from like healthy grown-up adult Jenny, what would you tell her? Oh. You know, it's funny that you said that because I have a friend who told me to do that. Mm. I did open up to like one person a few months ago and I just Mm -hmm. was like broken. And she told me to write myself a letter Mm. and 
that was so therapeutic. Um, but Good. I found that I can be kind to little Jenny. Mm-hmm. I can be nice to her. So what, what can you say to her? <laughs> she matters. And people like her. Yeah. <laughs> she should just love them. Yeah. She's lovable. She mm-hmm. matters. People like her. Yeah. Is that, was that true for her? Even though she didn't feel like that? Of course. <laughs> of course it was true. She didn't see it. And she just put too much weight on other people's opinions. Yeah. Which is still true today, but it's hard, mm-hmm. you know, cause you just, you just want to protect your former self. Yeah. A little kid. <laughs> yeah. Kids are so vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And so I wonder if when that vulnerability comes up as an adult, if that's really little Jenny fearing that she's not good enough because she didn't get the validation that, that she needed. Maybe. Yeah. I want you to continue to, to give her that because as you give her that, I know it's easier to give little Jenny that than, mm-hmm, than adult Jenny, but you're the same. So when you give it to her, you're also giving it to you. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. So what else could you say to her that would feel good to her? I don't know. <laughs> See that, that, that requires vulnerability and I would have to be vulnerable on this podcast where no, you, I think you've already listening. crossed that bridge. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to my living room. <laughs> TED Talk. Um, but she mad. You, you've already said she matters. Yeah, she's lovable. What else? She's good enough. She's good enough. Yeah. Don't. Well, I would tell her this. Like, well, so one thing I struggle with is finding unhealthy habits to cope. Mm -hmm. Not like drugs and stuff, but like Mm -hmm. spending and sometimes food. And um, I would tell her to get some healthy habits while you're young. Mm -hmm. Find some things you enjoy and stick with them. Mm -hmm. I I loved music, but I didn't think I was good at it. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I stopped. I loved singing. I loved playing piano. I loved riding horses, but Mm -hmm. I didn't. I thought people thought I was silly. Okay. I just, it's always been what other people thought. I've always put so much, so much emphasis on what other people thought versus what I think about myself. That's hot. That's, that's what I need to learn to break being vulnerable and being okay. Being the true me. Yeah. And that, that ties back to, because younger Jenny didn't feel that. Mm Mm-hmm. Right? You didn't grow up just knowing that. And so you're trying to get it as a, as a grown-up. Mm-hmm. But the truth is, even though you felt those feelings, like you were good enough, you were valued, right? You just didn't get that mirrored to you enough. Right. So I want to challenge you to pick one of those things that little Jenny used to love and bring that back into your life okay write that down <laughs> what what would you pick oh well out of everything that I love the most it would be horses but I mean I don't really I had my own horse and I rode her all the time but mm-hmm. I don't really have the space for a horse mm-hmm. nor do I have the finances for a horse right now so mm-hmm. I could find someone around here who has them see if they want help exactly 
because that matters. Your love for horses matters. Mm -hmm. Your love of music matters. Yeah. And that kind of ties into what you were saying before that you feel a little bit like you've lost yourself. Mm -hmm. I have the fun things in my life. Besides, I do, I do, one thing I do well is making sure at least once a year I have a good trip away because that's like how I refresh and without Mm -hmm. my husband, without my kids, just with friends. Mm -hmm. Um, So I find myself on those trips, but that's not realistic every day. So I need that. Um, So right now I find myself at the grocery store. Mm. That's which is so silly. I mean, I think there's a lot of other 35 year old moms out here who use the grocery store as a vacation probably, but (laughs) (laughs) I'd like something like courses or music a little bit more fun. Shopping for groceries. Yeah. So that's one thing I want you to, to bring back at least one of those or, or all of them, right? Mm -hmm. If you don't have a piano, I'm sure you know someone who has a piano. I have a keyboard in my son's room. Oh, good. Good. And then I want you to write down those phrases that you told younger Jenny. Do you remember what those were you telling me? I found my journal last night. I I could go get it that I wrote all that I wrote to her. Yeah. Just write them down. Yeah. What are, but do you remember what you said here with me today? Oh, like you're good enough. People like you. You matter. Mm -hmm. You can do hard things. Okay, write them down. And I want you to to say those to yourself and to your younger self every day. Okay. Because that's the truth. Even if you don't feel it, it's the truth. Okay. It is. It's just hard believing it. Mm-hmm. That's because you didn't experience it when you were little. Mm-hmm. So there's nothing wrong with you. You just had this some missing pieces like we all do in your family. Yeah. And so now as an adult, you can kind of fill in those missing pieces. Yeah, that's really good. And even as I say this, I'm like, so, and see, here's another thing to unpack. I'm so protective over people. So Mm. for me, like being vulnerable, I'm worried. I'm worried that like, what if my parents hear this? This will Mm -hmm. hurt their feelings. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. me being vulnerable and sharing Mm -hmm. my truth will hurt them Mm -hmm. so So what if what if they do hear it and what if it does hurt their feelings maybe it's good yeah maybe it's just a thing like okay they probably had hurt feelings before and they're still here and still yeah (laughs) Yeah. and maybe maybe it's a chance for you to talk about it you know Mm -hmm. all the things that they did well and some of the things that they they missed they did a lot of things well Mm -hmm. they did obviously yeah. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so this is yeah. not about them being bad or wrong. No. It's about you recognizing what was missing and how you can give that now to yourself. Because right. you're now it's you. You're responsible for you. You don't rely on them to survive. Right. And the fear that you feel about that rejection and not being good enough, that's based on a little girl who needed her parents to survive. But that level of fear no longer applies. That's true. So if someone doesn't accept you, you're, you're going to be fine. (laughs) Like you're, (laughs) 
it, it'll hurt. Right. But, right. But you can move forward even if someone disapproves of you That's or good. doesn't listen That's to hard. you. That's mm-hmm. hard. It's really hard. Yep. I base so much of who I am on the opinion in some areas, if they matter, if they deeply matter to me, mm-hmm. their opinion of me matters. Mm-hmm. So that's normal mm-hmm. to care about how other people view you or how they feel about you, as long as it's balanced with what you think and feel and believe about you. Right. Other people's opinions shouldn't have more weight than your own. It does. <laughs> so that's something I have to work through. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm writing this down. Sorry. No, you're fine. Remember, you can listen to this later and write stuff down. <laughs> Where can I find your podcast? <laughs> this this will be available on the internet. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but now I can start working on it now. No, it's good. This is good. It's hard. It's it's. Even talking to you is hard. Like mm. I've I've went to therapy before. I was thinking today as I was driving my daughter to preschool. I was like, what what should I ask her today? And I just I just started tearing up and I was like, I really need to actually be vulnerable. <laughs> I mm. don't, don't go to my deepest, darkest places because I'm not comfortable. I just yeah. that's hard and I don't like not being comfortable. And so I would rather suffer silently and process through that so um this is good so so you you took a huge step by being vulnerable today and by showing your emotions and your fear so way to go that's part of that's part of healing yeah Yeah. so what what are you going to take from our session today so i'm going to continue nurturing little jenny (laughs) Mm-hmm. And eventually graduate to nurturing me, mm. adult Jenny, because mm-hmm. I can't just live in the past. So eventually I have to let go of little Jenny. She's still there. I, I still want her. I want to stop you. Okay. Nurturing little Jenny is nurturing you. It's yeah. the same. She's not going to go away. Mm-hmm. You're the same person. Mm-hmm. So nurturing her is nurturing you. So you're not going to stop nurturing her and you're not going to start nurturing you because it's the same thing. That's good. Okay. Yeah. So just keep yeah. nurturing her and that's nurturing you. <laughs> yeah. Because that seems like it's easier for you. It is. It's so much easier for me because I can protect her. Mm-hmm. She's worthy of being protected. <laughs> mm-hmm. And which is so sad because I don't believe that about myself. But, but hopefully awesome. you will. That's what you're moving toward. So I also, we wrote down these phrases, I'm going to write down those phrases and I mean, I'm going to do, I'm going to do you one better instead of saying them to myself, I'm going to pop out my cricket and I'm going to make those signs. I'm going to pop them all over my walls. I love it. I'm going to see those affirmations and so are my kids. Yeah. They'll grow up in a house where those phrases are said every day. I love it. I love it. And you can also sing them. Yeah. Yeah. Sing your affirmations if you love singing. (laughs) Sing them in the shower. I used to sing in the shower and sing in the shower anymore. Just shower. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's time to bring those things back. Yeah. So you can have more joy and more energy and more sense of like 
I'm okay. Because you, you are, you're okay. I am. Mm -hmm. Say it again. I'm okay. Yeah. Good work today, Jenny. Thank you. Thanks so much for your time and your great question. Absolutely. I really appreciate you being on the show. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to Ask Dr. Julie Hanks, a podcast helping real women seek solutions to life's biggest challenges. If you'd like to learn more, you can connect with me on social media at Dr. Julie Hanks and at drjuliehanks.com, where you'll find information about virtual groups, coaching, and online courses. For therapy services in Utah, visit wasatchfamilytherapy.com. And if you are enjoying this podcast, please consider reviewing and rating it on Apple Podcast. Thanks so much for listening. Have you ever thought, hey, I want to talk to Dr. Julie Hanks about this question? Well, now's your chance. I want to have you on my podcast. So email hello at drjuliehanks.com with your question and the reason why you want to be on the podcast. And we may just choose you for a free coaching session.